Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? Hope you're having a good time. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're feeling strong. I uh, hope you're encouraged to to be that best dad these girls deserve. Uh, so I have to admit something that I have finally crossed over to the ridiculous side and joined my wife on the anti-cheerleader uh, bandwagon here. So my wife was like an athlete in school. And so the cheerleaders were the girly girls, right? So they were like the polar opposites. And so she always kind of meh cheerleaders right and i was like whatever like they're cheerleaders who cares like they're fun on the side they do whatever like who cares really as you get out of school the only cheerleaders that are around are kind of the nfl and so watching the nfl games uh, i guess basketball has some but not really anyway whatever regardless the point is that there's very few of them nowadays and i've become very aware of them and the reason is is because I have daughters, you know, and I watch them and I watch what's going on. And now I'm, I'm, you know, I've read some books and I'm more aware of some of these certain things. And I'm sitting here going, boy, like there's not a lot of value add there uh, from the start. There there wasn't a lot of value add, right? Like you're not, they're not rallying the, the crowd at a football game. Like they're nobody like they're barely visible at a football game, right? So they're really not doing a whole lot. They're really just there for the camera to zoom in on right before the commercial break and whatnot. And then, you know, I'm watching football. So there's the cheerleaders. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, like I, I don't really like that depiction a whole lot. And then you go on to like the commercials and then you start getting like Cardi B and all of these different quote unquote artists that are sponsored by the different beverages and different things. And you're like, boy, sitting down watching TV. And, and again, I am, this is a single sided conversation here, right? Like I, I fully admit that there's both sides of this coin, but I'm really just focused in on the dad concerned about daughters type of a thing. Watching this and sitting there watching Sunday football, you're thinking, I'm thinking, boy, like, I don't know that I want my girls to really sit around watching this with me because what are they receiving? You know, oh God, and halftime shows. Oh, the last time was the Shakira halftime show with Super Bowl. I was like, I almost turned it off. I was like, I my girls don't need to, to see this. Like they don't need to see what they're doing being praised. And yeah, you can call me a prude, you can call me whatever. I don't I don't really care. But here's my thought is that culture society whatever you want to call it has a very narrow definition of beauty right it changes slightly here and there you know the sizes of things change Uh, but in general right like the definition of beauty is very narrow meaning that the the one percent of the one percent actually look like that and so what it does is it sets up this standard that is unachievable this is I'm I'm re- repeating things that people have been saying for 
ever, okay? Like, this is not a new conversation. This is the airbrush conversation from the 90s and the 80s. You know, this is all the same crap, okay? That the depiction of beauty is so narrow that it's unachievable for the majority of people, 99.999% of people. So... There's a couple of things that we need to do. Like, we can't get away from it, right? Like, I'm not going to stop watching football. That, that's the reality. But we can't just ignore it either, okay? Like, we have to be aware that our kids up to, like, the age of, I think it's, like, 16 or something like that, man. Like, the things that they see and that they take in just go straight in through their eyeballs and right into their brain and their identity, okay? So there's there's no... There shouldn't be any shock that with the rise of social media came the rise of children, depression and suicides and things like that because they see these standards that aren't real and then judge themselves based on that. So there's this really narrow window of beauty in which a very narrow window of people are capable of achieving. So how do we, how do we frame that with our girls? So one... You know, if there is some sort of view that the the cheerleaders or the pop singers or whoever they are uh, have this idyllic view, right? Like we, the girls begin to our our girls begin to look at those girls as you know idols, somebody to look up to, to aspire to. I think the first thing that we need to to point out is that looks are constantly changing. Okay, so what you look like now is not what you will look like a year from now, right? When you grow up, when you're 21 and you're feeling like you're in your prime and you have a hot girl summer, whatever you call it, great. But you're not going to look like that at 25. You're not going to look like that at 30. You're not going to look like that at 40, 50, 60, the rest of your life, right? There's, You're not going to look the same ever. Our bodies are always changing, okay? So we can't anchor our identity in what we looked like in this very small window of 18 to 21 years old right that that's not reality that's such a that's three years out of 80 to say oh that's when i was beautiful i've never been beautiful more beautiful than i haven't been beautiful since then like that is a terrible way for them to move forward in life so Looks are always changing. We're always moving, changing, growing. And so we do still need to, to have a sense of beauty that that doesn't change. Okay, so this is what we can really anchor into. Not We don't want to have the, the, the loose ground of physical looks be our anchor. We want something solid, foundational, rock solid, lasts forever, be where we anchor. And that needs to be in the the virtue, right? Honesty, um, truthfulness, kindness, loyalty, love. Those are things that make someone beautiful. And the decisions that people make, make them beautiful. So, you know, like why, why would somebody be attracted to and marry someone who isn't a cover model? Because there's a lot of things about people 
that make them beautiful beyond what their physical looks are, right? And there is physical attraction. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, don't ever look at somebody's face, you know, look at them physical appearance and judge them. You're like, no, there's physical attraction. Like, that's real, okay? And and being healthy and being fit and taking care of your body is important. And feeling beautiful is important. Like, you want to feel good about yourself, and that's okay. What I'm saying is that to we don't want to anchor our identity in our physical person because that physical person is going to continue to change and develop endlessly. So if we we need to anchor our identity in something that doesn't change, which is virtues, right? The eternal virtues of, of love, kindness, truth, justice, um, all of those things. And if our kids can anchor themselves in the decisions that they make, right the virtues that they that they build into their lives then they're going to be beautiful no matter what they look like and that is so much more important because that lasts forever then they're empowered and they can move through life from stage to stage from their teens to their 20s to their 30s to their 40s knowing that they're beautiful because of the person they are not because of what they look like and so how do we do that Oh, man. Difficult, difficult uh, thing to do. Uh, but but fairly simple uh, in that you tell them, right? You explain to them, hey, our bodies change. Your bodies change. There was a, a funny instance where uh, my daughter looked at my wife and was like, ew, gross. <laughs> and it was funny. Like, we, we I laughed. My wife didn't appreciate it as much, but it was funny. But then I immediately said, hey guess what? That's what your body is going to look like. Yeah, you know, like, there's changes coming for you. Like, be ready. And so that was part of it. It's explaining to them, hey, your body is always changing. And to not be anchored in that and to not judge people based on that, right? To not look at somebody and be like, their value is based on what they look like. We have to tell them these things. We have to teach them these things. We have to live it out. And then what we have to do is we have to talk it out with them. We have to explain that the decisions they made, the virtues that they chose is really what makes them beautiful. And and we can use words like, boy, I, I admire the fact that you made that decision. Like, that is awesome. I think you're awesome for that. And when we build up the virtue, we build up the decision making, we build up that that's where your value comes in and these forever virtues that no one can take away from you. And if that's where your identity is, then you'll know who you are. You'll know that you're beautiful. And no matter what you look like, even if you have, you know, an accident and you have scars or, or you just get older, just like everyone else, then you can still be beautiful because your beauty is tied to your identity and your identity is anchored in virtue thank you for listening folks don't forget to like subscribe and share this with all those girl dads you know I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo thank you for making this podcast possible uh, I encourage all of you to please Go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo Podcast 
everywhere that podcasts are streamed.